What is up? What's going on, everyone? Today is Tuesday morning. It is dark and early. It's a little bit rainy outside. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, so I'm doing this pretty early. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done today, so I wanted to bust this out pretty quick and pretty early. I need to work out still. I think I woke up about 5, 5.30, and I spent most of my time watching a podcast. I get kind of lost in that when I wake up. Does it ever take you like a long time to wake, like when you wake up out of bed, it's you're still getting acclimated. You're still waking up. You know, it takes me forever to like feel like I need to do something. You know, I'll like I'll wake up and get out of bed, but then I just go lay on the couch and find something to watch. And I'm, my body's still like kind of waking up. I, I don't like that. You know, I wish I could change it, but... It just feel it just feels good. I like to wait a while because I don't have anything to do. You know, I don't have to be anywhere. It's different if I had to be somewhere, but if I'm just getting up to try and get a workout done, and I'm also not an early morning workout person, I have to wait till like the mid morning, around like ten or eleven. I think is my prime time. I don't know about you, but that's just the way I am. You know, and it and it's always different some days. Some days I like to, I wish I could work out at night because I always have that feeling at night. But, you know, I have a, a nine to five kind of job. So, you know, I got to gotta, gotta get it done when I can get it done, which is in the morning before all that happens, right? But what's going on? Hope everyone's uh, having a good week so far. Hope everyone has had a good weekend. Uh, by the time this comes out, you know, the week new weekend's coming up. So this past weekend, what we did was, I think it was Friday, was my mother-in-law's birthday. We, we They surprised her with a uh, painting with a twist. Which has always been an interesting thing to me. I never quite understood it. Which y'all probably saying like, oh, Ben, you're an idiot. Like, what's there to understand? I thought it was painting on numbers. Like, you just like, (laughs) like they had numbers and you would just paint them in and stuff, you know. But it's not. It's really, you're painting everything freehand. And that's what surprised me. So I was like, I was asking all these questions. Like, do they have, like, a former artist that didn't make it, like, teaching the class? And my sister-in-law was like, oh, yeah, pretty much. I was like, ah, so they're probably just guiding you. Because I've seen some good paintings come out of there from from women on, like, Facebook and stuff. You know, I've seen some crazy, uh, some crazy paintings. I'm like, what? That person is not, like, artistic. How do they paint that? Like, it looks, like, legit. So that's always what really confused me. I think that was the most confusing part about it was that how I've seen so many like good ones come out of there because also you, so it's, it's with a twist. So you get alcohol and I'm just like, how are you painting that well when you're drinking? So, but you know, the, uh, my questions were answered and now I know (laughs) and that's about it, you know? 
uh, it might not seem like something uh, to question. I don't know. But for me, it was I was just curious. I was just curious about it. And now I understand it. And I want to do one now. So I think we're trying to set something up for Christmas where we can uh, do another painting. And I want to be a part of it because I just like to challenge myself. I like to see what I can do in those type of situations and those types of things. You know, I remember taking a drawing class when I was in middle school. And I didn't hate anything more than that. The biggest thing I remember was trying to draw my shoe. We had to take our shoe off and draw our shoe. Dude, mine was awful. Like I can't even I can't even express how how awful it was. Like I think the teacher was like, "Why are you taking this class?" I was like, "Cuz my friends are here. My friends were all good at drawing. I wasn't. But there's nothing else that interests me. There's nothing else I could take." And then um Long story short, I actually ended up taking like a creative writing class and ended up being good at it, which is weird. It's those kind of things that you never know that you're, you end up being good at. And taking a class like that really brought it out of me. And I took it serious because, you know, I went into it joking around and stuff, but I never thought I'd be good at it. But then my teacher was like, Ben, like, if you take this serious, like, you're pretty good at this. I was like, really? So, I don't know. Painting it with the twist. If you haven't tried it, you know, give it a try. I know I'm trying it. I think we're we're doing that painting in December. And uh, you know what the coolest thing about it is? Is, like, you get one picture. Everyone gets the same picture. Right? But they all turn out different, which is pretty cool to see. And it's pretty cool to see like what everyone does differently. Like for these, a lot of people did, they shape the pumpkins different. I'm like, y'all are looking at the same picture, but then you do this differently or you create the stems different, you know, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a metaphor for life, I guess. You know, we all have, you know, we don't have the same life, but we all have a life, right? And we all determine how we shape it. And I think that was, you know, I get pretty into into my feelings and into my head about those kind of things, which is why I thought of that. (laughs) Because it is, man. It's just like a, it's a metaphor for life. And it was cool to see how many different perspectives there were from those things, you know. Like my wife put her own thing to it. Like she added stars and a moon to it. Which wasn't on the picture. You know, and that shows she thinks out of the box, you know, those kind of things. And and other people shape the pumpkins different and shape the stems different and made certain squiggly lines. I don't know. It was just it was just cool to see how many and the colors were different. Everyone had a different color pumpkin. It was all orange, but they all had a different shades and different highlights, different shadows. It was cool to see, and that's why I want to be a part of it. I want to try it. You know, it's more than just my ego. Than one, you know, it's it's what I want to. I want to see what I put on paper or canvas. So, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. You know, uh, thank y'all for tuning in. 
and uh, let's get it. Let's get it started. So this is, you know, probably I don't know if it will get shut down on YouTube or not, but it's what it is, man. I love this song. I love the story behind it. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie Clouds, that just came out on uh, Disney Plus. This is a artist named Zach Sobiak. And we're going to talk more into it after we get into the episode. So, clouds. crazy i never heard of that song i (laughs) i didn't know i didn't even know it was on the charts or anything like that and until this movie came out so i think it was i don't i think it was number one at one time in 2012 and it was actually and then all these years have passed then that movie comes out and it's number one again um after friday you know, so this movie comes out on Disney Plus called Clouds. And it is about Zach Sobiak, who is diagnosed with osteosarcoma, um, I believe, the form of cancer. And, dude, it's just a heartfelt, touching story. Like, he still goes after his dream of playing music. Even going through all that, I believe he beat the cancer one time, and then all of a sudden it came back with a vengeance. Like it does, you know, we don't, we're so caught up with the COVID right now, and we forget about like how bad cancer is, and it's always going to be that way. And it's, it's. I think it's it's a harder thing to get through than what we're going through right now, honestly. You know, I mean, there's no there's no reason to compare or whatever, but it's it's tough, man. And if you haven't seen that movie, like go check it out. It's on Disney Plus and 
uh, it's funny because the reason I wanted to watch it is because it had one of my favorite actresses, uh, Sabrina Carpenter, in it, and I didn't know it was going to be such a touching, heartfelt movie. But I don't want to give anything away, so I don't want to talk about it too much. It's just that the whole story, the whole story about him having cancer and playing his music and getting noticed towards the end of his uh, life, you know, and it's just a wild thing, you know. And I was talking to someone yesterday because they asked me, why does God take away good people? Or, you know, the saying, like, good people always, like, good people die or whatever. I don't know what the saying is. Uh, but my only answer is, like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, you know. But the only thing I have seen is when I went to school with two people that were, I believe they both had le- leukemia. Uh, and one of them... Kaylin Warren, she, her family started Kay's Camp, and now Kay's Camp is like, I believe it's worldwide, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, last time I heard, I think it's, uh, it's global, like it's, it's, Kay's Camp is known around the world, or if anything, it's known around the country, which is still huge, it's still a huge camp that you know, helps kids with cancer and it brings them to a place where they can enjoy and have fun and uh, not be judged and all these other things. And I think sometimes good people have to go, or they don't have to. It's just like good people are taken away because there is, they've done so much here as on earth but when they're gone, their legacy lives on. You know, it becomes so much bigger. And it touch, it touches so many more people. And so many more, so many people are affected by it. So I don't really know. I don't, I don't know why. You know, some, a lot of things we're not meant to understand. We can ask so many questions and still not understand why things happen. You know, I had a cousin that was taken from us at the age of seven. And I don't even know how old I was at the time. I think she would be like 19, 18 or 19 now or 20. I don't know. But she went to, um, she went to the doctor for strep throat. And then ended up not even, they couldn't find anything wrong with her. She ended up, somehow all these things happened and she ended up in the hospital and then she ended up dying. And everyone's like, what? Like, what what is going on? Doctors couldn't explain it. Uh, They did autopsy. They couldn't explain it. They didn't find anything. And it sucks because I know, like, being part of the family, I see it that no one knows. They don't have that closure. They don't have, like, oh, okay, she died from this. 
they still to to this day have no clue. And it it's crazy. But you know, that little girl touched so many people's hearts and to this day we still think about her and I don't know, it's a crazy thing, life. You know, life is crazy. And it's it's people take it different. People adapt to it when things happen, or people just take it as it is and whine and cry about it and complain and um, live it full of hate. But another thing, like one of the things I wanted to talk about today was, you know, I don't know if you listening or watching are going through any type of crazy thoughts or depression or anxiety because of this virus and this pandemic. You know, I know a lot of people are going through that kind of thing. And I knew I knew the numbers were high. Let's just say that. I knew the numbers were high. I knew a lot of that was going around, right? But then it didn't really hit me until I heard people crying because of the way they felt because of all this and talking about how they're going through depression and and having suicidal thoughts. And I was like, wow, people are really going through this. Because I'm blessed. I'm not I'm not trying to brag. I'm not trying to be a therapist. I'm not trying to do none of that. I'm just saying from my experience, I'm saying that, you know, I'm just blessed to be able to still work and be able to still pay for my home and still do the things that I was normally doing before this all happened. So I'm sitting back and I'm just like, Dad, go on, man. I hate that this has to happen to people, you know, but I do think, you know, this pandemic will be something to look at in the future and say, wow, that really helped me. It helped me with this. It helped me, uh, you know, get through this. It doesn't seem like it right now, but I think when we look back at it, it's going to be a lot different. We're going to have a lot of different feelings. Uh, we're gonna have different emotions. We're gonna have a different point of view, different perspective. You know, uh, I think honestly, I think this pandemic pushed our medical research, pushed our medical prowess, pushed our uh, just medical med- for medical things in the future. I think it pushed forward, maybe several years. You know, maybe we were lollygagging and just taking our good old time, but this really like pushed us forward, I think. All the research and all the things that we know now, I think uh, if you look at it positively, I think we'll be able to do a lot a lot of things quicker than what we were doing before this happened. But I don't know, it's just me. It's just my opinion. And you can have yours. But I know, I know depression is a hard thing. It's something that uh, I deal with. And, you know, I know everyone has a little bit of something. 
you know, and I'm fortunate enough to just to have a little bit. I don't have, it doesn't, I don't, here's the thing. I don't let it, I try and try and try not to let it affect me. Sometimes it gets through. Sometimes it happens. I really work at it. I've really worked at trying not to need medication for it because I want to do it myself. I've really gotten to know myself and my feelings and what makes me feel a certain way. And I've come a long way, honestly, you know, and uh, I've come a long way. And it's not just because of me. It's because of God. It's because of my faith. And I'm not going to take any credit for it, you know, because I put in the work and then God helps me through it. So, you know, if any of you are just struggling with that and you're just looking for anything, you know, don't, don't shove God aside. You know, I know a lot of people that do that, that, that just cross it off and, uh, think it's just a fairy tale or, or whatever. But, you know, I've talked to people and the more that I've talked to them, the more they start to think, hmm, maybe there's something to this. Maybe there's something real because hopefully I'm leading by example, which is what I pray to God every day that I do. And I'm just trying to live my best life through him, you know, and I give him the glory in everything I do because without him, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing anything. I'd be trying to do things myself and try to reap the benefits of everything I try and do, and it just wouldn't be happening for me, you know, or I'd be miserable. I don't know. And keep in mind, too, just because you're a follower of Christ and you have faith and you read the Bible and all that stuff doesn't mean bad things don't happen to you. Bad things happen to people every day, no matter what you are, no matter what you do. There's always going to be something bad, but the one thing I know is that it helps you, God helps you get through it. He gives you understanding. He gives you strength. He gives you wisdom and the knowledge of how to get through it and and what to do. And I don't know, like my struggles haven't been so much of a struggle because I think positive and I just, I pray and I know that God is with me and that my faith gives me strength. And that's a big thing that I talk about is having strength through faith because without my faith, I wouldn't be the way I am. I wouldn't be the positive person that I am. I wouldn't be able to adapt the way I do. And... You know, I just want you to know that, like, going through anxiety and going through depression, you know, it's not fun. No one wants to do that. No one wants to be angry all the time. That's what I dealt with for a long, long time, is being angry over nothing. And sometimes it comes out, you know, just the little things is like a bad driver. You know, the other day we were pulling into the grocery store and this woman just wouldn't if she would have gone she would have given me a lot more room to turn right but she sat there and I'm sitting there just yelling 
And then I look over, I see my wife looking at me like confused. And I thought to myself like, whoa, where did this come from? Why am I doing this? You know, it's it's a part of that old me, you know, that I've been working to get rid of, but it's always there. There's always going to be something, man. You know, but the best we can do is just try and get through it. And we all have our different ways to get through it. I'm just telling you the one I use. And, you know, that I'm telling you that, you know, I do go through struggles. I'm not, I'm not positive all the time. You know, there's, there's things that happen and I have to fight. I have to fight through it and just really, just really work to make myself feel good. You know, I get overcome with laziness a lot. I get overcome with anxiety and panic and depression. But I try to minimize that because by the way I talk to God and by uh, changing my mindset. Again, mindset is everything. And the more you start to understand that, the more you start to think about how you act and how you react to things, you know? So, like, I don't mean to preach to you. I don't mean to try and be your therapist or whatever. I'm just telling you how I feel and how I think and how I get over things. Because just because I know that, you know, we are going through something, we're all going through something. And especially during the during a pandemic where people are shutting their house and people still aren't leaving their house. You know, we're open enough where, you know, you can go outside. <laughs> you know, you can go to the store. Yeah, you wear a mask to the store, but then everything's normal there. Everything's pretty much the same except you got to wear a mask there. At least here in Delaware. I know California, it's a lot different, but... I don't know. It's it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to understand. It's a, it's a tough thing to get through, like, why you feel this way. But I just pray that y'all get through it, and I pray that, you know, that if you really think, if you need help, then get help. You know, uh... I'm not I'm not an example of that because you know I tried it myself and I wouldn't I wouldn't tell people to do that. You know, I just tell people that I did that. Because I don't know. I'm a big believer in, you know, I have my own back and I have you know and that came from when I was young because I didn't really trust nobody. I didn't trust nobody to stay around. I didn't trust nobody to be there for me. I'm like, yo, as long as you got your own back, you're good. So then as I got older, that just kind of stuck with me. And and I just work on myself. I try and be a better person every day. And a lot of times you fail at that. And that's okay. You know, so I just... uh, I just hope you guys are doing well mentally, doing well physically uh, and spiritually, you know, just, you know, getting through the day and whatever you're doing, 
whatever you're doing, do it to your best of your ability and make sure like mentally you strengthen yourself uh, physically and spiritually. So I think we need all three to be better people. You know, no one really, not a lot of people work on their self. They just kind of live. They just kind of go and do whatever they want to do. Like all willy nilly and just like free, you know, they don't sit and like work on their self and be like, oh, how do I change this? You know, because some things we do have to change about ourselves. You know, I know people say, oh, you love yourself the way you are. No, you should do that too. But, you know, you want to change the bad things about you. You know, like, for example, for me, it was my anger. People always confuse, like, why are you angry, man? Like, calm down. All the time. I was angry about everything, no matter what it was. And I didn't care about anything. Which is is kind of weird because, like, why am I angry if I didn't care about anything? I don't know. But just treat yourself. Treat yourself right. Do the body good. You know, continue to take care of yourself. And... You know, for me, I listen to podcasts, I listen to, I tried to listen to books on tape, but it's just as boring as trying to read a book, so I don't do that, but <laughs> I do, uh, I listen to music that just helps the soul, you know. Uh, this past uh, this past week, I talked to uh, Alex Austin, who's a, uh, what do they call him, worship leader at um, Discover Life Church in Melbourne, Florida. And they actually have, they write their own music. So if you go to churches, a lot of times they, they'll sing like the popular songs that everyone knows and things like that. So, but they rarely do that at his church. They write their own songs and they actually have some on iTunes, which, you know, I was, I had to go right away to like check them out. And, uh. Like, I've been really into, which song is that? Two different songs, Hope in Your Love and Faith Arising. And if you go to uh, DL Worship on Apple Music or iTunes, uh, you'll find them. But those two songs just really, like, hit me. Like, Faith Arising kind of talks about, like, your faith is just, like, coming up. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel. Because, like, over the past couple years, my faith has just gotten stronger, and I just feel it. I feel it rising. And it's an awesome feeling. And I feel more vocal about it. I feel more okay talking about it. I love talking about it. I love answering questions. Because, no, I'm not the best guy to talk to about the Bible, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I just look at the verse on my Bible app, you know, and I should be better. I know. I understand that. But what I like to talk about is just my experience because I think people relate to that more than what you read in, a, in the Bible, you know, or what you heard in church. But what I hear in church or to, I don't really go to church, but to the church I listen to on YouTube, which is uh, Elevation Church by Pastor uh, Stephen Furtick, if you want to check it out. 
he, he just relates it to me and then I relate it to my own experience. And I'm like, oh, this is how, you know, this is how this affected me this week. I'm like, oh man, man, that's, he made that just for me. And that's what it feels like. But when I talk to people that don't have the same faith, man, it's crazy. Like I talk to a guy that doesn't believe in anything. He, he just doesn't, you know, he thinks, he thinks the world is burning and it's all, uh, it's all hell and <laughs> stuff and stuff like that. Right. But we were talking about something, man. And he said, he said, uh, man, I really pray for you. I was like, what? He's like, well, you know, however an atheist prays. I was like, dude, I'll take that. <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. It's cool, man. It's just a cool, it's a cool thing. And like I told Alex last week, man, like this is the most I've ever talked about my faith to people. All my years in Christian school, all my years in church, I never did that. I don't know if it's because I just wasn't comfortable with it or I just assume everyone knows about it. But now that I'm in the world and I'm around people that don't believe the same thing as me, and that could be it, too. Like, I was always surrounded with people that believe the same thing. I'm a firm believer in that you don't grow that way. You don't grow as a person. You don't know You don't know how to stand up for yourself and stand up for your faith and really sit down and keep an open mind and think about, um, like, what people are thinking, what people believe. It's a whole different animal. It really is, because you're rarely going to find people that believe the same thing as you. It's crazy. But to me, it's interesting, because I learn why they believe what they do and, and what they do, and how they view the world, and how they see things. I'm like, wow, that's a totally different world than what I see. But that's just the way, you know, it comes from their experience, which forms their, their opinion. So they just had a different experience than me is all, you know. They weren't raised in church. They weren't raised by a Christian in a Christian household, you know. And uh, getting a little bit into my story, you know, I was raised in a Christian household, but I wanted to pull as far away from that as possible. But all my parents did was they set that little, they planted that little seed in my head. And then eventually it grew. Yeah, it probably took a while, but it eventually it grew. So really, that's all you have to do is just plant that seed. Plant that seed into someone's head. In someone's heart. Whether that's talking to, to them about it and... But just show them love and not not hate. You know, Christians do so much hate, man. They just put out so much hate like, oh, you do this and it's not in the Bible. Well, they're not Christians, so why would they do what's in the Bible, man? Like, <laughs> that never made sense to me. You're condemning and yelling at someone that's not doing what the Bible says. They don't believe in the Bible. They probably doesn't even know they probably never opened the Bible in their life. 
but you expect them to do what the Bible says? Instead of yelling at them that God hates homosexuals, which he doesn't, why don't you show them love? Show them understanding. Why don't you talk to them? Huh? That never makes sense to me. Never in my life. Why we so why we show so much hate to people that don't do nothing to us? You know, I've hated my share of people, but that's because they affected me in some way, somehow in my life that I just didn't like. So I just wasted my energy and I and I hated them, you know. And now, you know, I don't really hate anyone. I don't. It takes too much energy. I try I try and be upbeat. I try and be happy. I try and be even though my face might not show it. I do. I have that I have that resting bitch face. So people think I'm angry 24/7. People think I'm mad at the world. I'm really not. Not at all. But to each its own, you know, you want to you want to believe what you want to believe, so it's cool. But Again, that just goes it just goes back to just loving people and you know, if you're listening to this and you're really struggling and you're and going back to all that, going back to the depression. You know, it's it's a tough time and I really do I really do think, and what I want to just tell you is that, you know, there's someone out there that loves you. There's someone out there, you know, Jesus loves you. So if you're thinking about taking your own life, something like that, like it's not, it's not worth it, man. You were created here for a reason. You were put here for, to do good in the world. You have a talent. You have a skill that God's blessed you with. Even if you don't know what it is, it's gonna come to you. You know how long it took me. It took me to figure out what I think I'm here for. I still don't know. I'm just trying to do something I love to do. You know, I'm not where I want to be in life for my own, like, accolades, for my own wants. But the way I want, I'm living the way I want to see life. I'm living the way that I feel like I should, you know. I trust God. I train hard. I do what I love to do, whether it be podcasting, whether it be running my business. Whether it be hanging out with my wife and my dog. And just enjoying myself. And it's too, life is too short for that, man. And going back to the Clouds movie. What did he say? Um, I know he said a quote that really stuck with me. He said, uh, don't find out you're dying to start living. That's a crazy quote, man. Like, there's people out there that just take their life, they take their life for granted. You know, when you think about taking your own life, think about there's people out there with cancer that wish they were living, that wish they could live. And life's gonna get hard for every single one of us. And I'm not trying to compare lives or like say like it's a game. It's not a it's not a competition. 
but you know, just just look up. Cause you got someone looking down on you that loves you and that wants you to come to him and he wants to he keeps tugging on your heart. You know, so but but yeah, I want to wrap this up with that. Just, you know, don't find out you're dying to start living. Great quote, man. Great quote. But I thank y'all for listening to this solo podcast. I know these aren't the best, but we got some guests coming up in the later weeks that'll probably redeem myself for this. <laughs> So I thank y'all for listening, and I just continue to uh, push uh, Strong Tower Nutrition and to say, you know, visit uh, stnutrition.com for, you know, all the supplements and your supplement needs. You know, you can see behind me, uh, we got the ISO 100 in Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles flavors. We got Onward. We got uh, multivitamin. We got joint supplements. We got... Oh, vegan omega threes. You know, um, what else we got? DTE. We got destroy the enemy, which is a fat burner. You know, check it out. Continue to uh, support the podcast, and I thank y'all for listening. And I'm Ben Hammer. This is Strong Tower Podcast. We're out. Peace.